0: Hi guys, so excited to share my podcast conversation with my longtime friend, Margie Walters Adzik. Quick background on Margie, she was born and raised right outside of Philadelphia alongside her three older siblings. She went to Penn Charter for high school where she actually met her now husband, Mark Adzik. She then continued on to the University of Virginia where she played lacrosse for four years. And then after graduating from UVA, she worked at Lily Poulter in King of Prussia for seven years. She truly loved her experience at Lilly and was able to develop strong relationships and lifelong skills that she now applies to her very own company. So Margie left Lilly in May of 2018 to launch her own company called Addison Bay, which officially launched in September 2018. So we recorded this podcast exactly one year after the launch, which was pretty fun. So Addison Bay is a clothing company that curates the most fashion forward and high performance women's activewear from across the globe. It was created for the woman that is constantly on the go, juggling multiple activities. She wants to be comfortable, but also fashionable. For instance, I just bought a super comfortable sweatshirt from Addison Bay that can be thrown on before or after a fitness class, or it can be worn with jeans or spandex as a cute outfit for running around doing errands or lunch with my friends. It's a sweatshirt that I can literally, literally wear all day long. So throughout our conversation, Margie not only tells us about what Addison Bay is, but was also kind enough to share the highs and lows of her entrepreneurial journey over the past year. We also touched on her journey with Mark to their adorable one-year-old daughter, Annie, who was just three months old when Margie launched Addison Bay. Margie tells us about the infertility issues she experienced and was a good reminder to people who may be struggling with the same issues that they aren't alone. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Margie as much as I did. So welcome, Margie, to High Five Success Stories Podcast. So excited to be here with you.
1: <laughs> Hi, Steph. I am so, so excited to be here, um, especially having known each other for such a long time. It yeah. just feels extra special. I
0: know. And there's a couple of reasons so, that I'm excited. So number one, you're a Philadelphia-based entrepreneurial story, who's already had a lot of success in just one year. Um, and I love your product. I'm wearing it right now. We'll take a picture, too, so listeners can see. And then number two, like you said, we've been lifelong friends. So we've never actually went to school together, but our social crowds have always overlapped. And now we both live in Philly. And even though I know a lot about your story, I think I'll learn a lot. Like, I was actually prepping for this with my mom. And she's like, did you know that Marguerite's grandmother um, was a fashion icon?
1: She totally I was. No. And you're I named mean, after she's her? My muse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm her namesake. And I named my daughter Marguerite, too. So That's
0: right. Very yeah. special. All right, cool. Um, okay, so we'd love for you to start off by providing the listeners a little bit of background on where you grew up and went to school.
1: Yes, so I grew up in Winmore, which is right outside of Philadelphia. Uh, I went to Penn Charter for high school, so we were high school rival. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went on to the University of Virginia for college, which was just an amazing experience.
0: Yeah, and why did you choose UVA? I know you're a really good athlete. Too. Uh, well, UVA
1: was always my dream school growing up. I Mm -hmm. feel like my, I just always loved it. My oldest brother Rob went there um, and he swam in college there. So I definitely loved it from a young age. Um, And then Charlottesville and the university are both incredible, so how can you not? Um, But really when I got the opportunity um, offered to me to play lacrosse there, it just felt like the right fit for me. So it was kind of a no-brainer.
0: Yeah, and you're the youngest of four kids.
1: Yes, the and baby.
0: did they, a couple of them went to UVA, right? Uh,
1: my oldest brother went there, okay. and then my two other siblings went to other universities. But yeah. Got it. And what sort of influence did they have on you? Um, so I would say my siblings and my parents are probably the most influential people in my life. Um, I'm the baby of four kids by a lot. So my next oldest sibling's eight years older than me. Mm -hmm. And then my oldest sibling's 14 years older than me. So my mom always tells me I wasn't a mistake. I was just unexpected. But (laughs) um, I'm sure my siblings have poked a lot of fun at me about that. But um, that being said, I had the luckiest view of being able to watch my siblings grow and excel and Mm. see success. And um, I think, Well, I think my parents striked a really nice balance of pushing us, but not being pushy. Um, So my siblings all went on to play division one sports um, at incredible universities. They have amazing careers. Uh, So I definitely had some big shoes to fill as I was growing up, which was actually a huge motivator for me. Um, I really wanted to see the same success that they saw. So I worked extremely hard um, to keep up with them. So that was just you know kind of, they really are
0: most influential people in my life yeah to this day so cool Um, okay so you went to UBA you played lacrosse there so were there any lifelong skills you learned from being a student athlete that you now apply today to Addison Bay
1: yes I mean being a student athlete is just the best experience Mm -hmm. you definitely don't get the normal college student experience um, but it is the definition of hard work um, and balance I also got the opportunity to meet some of my best friends that I still am best friends with to this day. Yeah. So it's just such a different experience um, and has definitely taught me the hard work that I also have used later in life in my career, especially in the startup world. Yeah. Um, so I just can't say enough good things about being a student athlete. Again, it was not an easy road. It's very challenging, but yeah. so is life. So yeah, yeah. it was a good, um, it was a great experience.
0: Yeah. And then before we move on to after college, I want to give a shout-out to Mark, your husband. he's been around for a while. My favorite person. <laughs> um, so can you tell the listeners about when you guys met? Because you guys have been together for half your life, right? Yeah. I mean, we've been together for 13 years now. Yeah. Um, he's just the greatest. I totally hit the
1: husband jackpot. He, We've been dating since our senior year of high school. We were senior prom dates. Um, and now we have a beautiful daughter, Annie. So yeah. we've started a family, which is just even better. Um, and I just am so lucky to have him in my life. He, in terms of relationships, I feel like it's as good as it can get. I'm not the relationship guru on advice or anything, but um, for us, we just are each other's number one fans mm-hmm. and always have been through playing college sports. We both played sports and we both supported each other. And he was really good at baseball, right? He played yeah. baseball okay. in college at Wake Forest. And um, he always supported me and I always supported him. And mm-hmm. I think now in the working world, we are each other's number one fans. Yeah. Um, so I just, and the is he's just like the greatest human ever, the yeah. best dad. He is so, so good to our daughter. And, um, so definitely very grateful for him.
0: Awesome. And we'll talk about Annie in a little bit too. Yes. Your daughter. Yes. Um, so you graduated from UVA and then you worked at Lily Poulter for six years. Yes so why did you choose Lily Poulter and then again what sort of lifelong skills did you learn from there that you now apply to Addison Bay? Yes, I
1: loved my job at Lily so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it until the day I left. It was actually very hard to leave. Yeah. Um, so I chose Lily. I got the opportunity to work there shortly after college and I wanted to stay in the Philadelphia area and it's one of the few fashion headquarters yeah. in Philadelphia so mm-hmm. I was very lucky to get a job there. I was That's the- true
0: because what, what are the other ones? There's Free
1: people, the whole urban. Okay, yeah. Um, down at the Navy Yard, so urban. Okay. Free people anthropology beholden. Train. Um okay. And then I think there, are, is like, David's Bridal. That's right. Okay. Um, a few other random ones There's here not a there, lot, but not a yeah. lot. So. Okay. And I really love the brand. So I was yeah. so excited to work there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my first job out of college. Yeah. And I loved my role so much. I was on the marketing team, and I managed and produced all campaign and e-commerce photography. So mm-hmm. that's everything from scouting locations, hiring models, photographers, hair makeup artists, stylists. It was just an incredible experience. It yeah. such a dream job. Um, and then I also, my boss at the time, I also reported to Janie Winchester Paradise, Yay. who was previously on yeah. the podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: she was, I think, like my fourth Interview. Yeah, she the has community. had an incredible
1: career yeah. and now is in the startup world as well. Um, and I just can't say enough great things about her. She taught me so much, especially in my first job out mm-hmm. of college. Yeah. Um, I really loved her management style, I loved her optimistic attitude on life. Um, yeah. I thought she balanced work and life very well. Um, and she was just such a huge role model to me and has actually become one of my biggest influences in my adult life. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that we're both in the startup world, we trade notes often yeah. and I still speak to her a ton. But I actually, I really, I just loved my time there so much. I would, did not want to leave at all. I wanted to start Addison Bay so badly that that's what got me out the door. So yeah. I was really running towards something rather than running away from something. And, okay. But I just love Lily and I only have good things to say about the company and the corporate yeah. culture there.
0: I love all your friends, too, from there. They're so nice. So when and you got so married, nice. it was 2014 or 15? Um, 15. 15? Yeah. 15. yeah. Okay, so for you. Okay. And I met a handful of them there. Yeah. And also nice. Caroline. Yeah. Everybody. I would say, again,
1: like the corporate culture there, like they yeah. just breed really nice, hardworking um, women and
0: men. Yeah.
1: Um, and I made lifelong friends for my time there. Yeah. So it
0: was so special. Very cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So can you tell us the story of when you decided to start Addison Bay? Was it a lightning bolt moment or was it an idea that evolved over time?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's a little bit of both. Um. I, you know, I've been thinking about the idea of for Addison Bay for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I really believed in the rapid growth of fashion-forward activewear. I saw a few other players in the space, okay. um, and quite simply put, I felt like I could do it better. Yeah. So I really, I, I wanted to do it for a while. I'd been talking about the idea, but I hadn't taken it that seriously um, because at the same time I was facing. Personal um, fertility struggles, okay. and that had really taken up my entire time and energy. I was trying to get pregnant for probably a year and a half at the time, okay. and facing tons of different uh, fertility struggles. I was at went through various stages of of fertility treatment, mm-hmm. um, and ended up going through a couple of rounds of IVF okay. um, to finally get pregnant with my beautiful daughter who I'm just so 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 lucky um and it's actually when I did get pregnant with her I think I hit like the 12 14 week mark when you're starting to feel like okay "Okay, this might feel safe yeah you're feeling pretty good and I just felt like I had so much more time and energy yeah I finally wasn't at the doctor every other day and I could really put that energy towards other things so Probably the opposite of what most expecting mothers would do, mm-hmm. but I was, I started writing a business plan, giving yeah. the idea to investors, um, and I ended up raising enough capital to start the company and knew I wanted to launch at a certain date, so I resigned from Lily when I was six months pregnant, Okay, Um and I just, I dove in headfirst. first. I dove in head first. yeah. So I think that is kind of like the gradual, although it does sound a little... Best. Yeah, uh that was kind of the gradual way that I started the company and um, dove in. And then the light bulb moment was actually probably like I was like four months pregnant and again, like pitching the idea, still yeah. in that mode. And I was at Park, which is like one of the chicest restaurants in Philadelphia, yeah. and it was New Year's Day, and everyone was clinking champagne and celebrating the new year. Yeah. And I looked around and 90% of women were wearing leggings. Mm-hmm. And this is like the chicest place to get brunch on yeah. New Year's Day they're drinking champagne like celebrating right. and everyone was in leggings yeah it was definitely a light bulb moment I was like if I don't do this now someone else so is gonna do it. it yeah um and I need to just go for it and yeah. so that was definitely the light bulb moment of I'm making it happen and yeah. I think the next week it was like full on full steam ahead yeah um and that was so, the
0: start of 2018 that was the start the light bulb moment came yes and then we
1: launched September, September 4th of 2018 so okay. um but I, re- I think I resigned like early March of 2018. So okay. you know, it took like a couple months to finally exit the company. Yeah. Um, but I have kept all my relationships at Lily. I love everyone there so much, and I really I knew I was going to launch later in the year, so I wanted to do things the right way. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and I love my time there, so I had to you know leave respectfully. leave respectfully. Yeah. Um. Plus, I needed to put in some time before my daughter arrived and exactly. really get the company moving and um, get my feet under me. So I, yeah, it just felt like the right time. So it happened gradually. It, there was a light bulb moment, a little yeah. bit of both. And I think
0: maybe other entrepreneurs would say the same thing, but um, but yeah, I, either way I dove in head first. Yeah, so backing up a little bit. So as yeah. you said, you experienced some infertility issues. Yes. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit because I think that there's a lot of listeners that um, are tuning in that probably are going through the same thing, but it's often not spoken about because it's right. like a private issue. Um, so letting them know that they're not alone and maybe you can give advice on what you did in your situation um, to make you feel better or any other sort of advice you would give to people. And like we said, right before we started, past podcast guest Lauren Dudley-Stevens yes. also went through a very similar experience and she shared her story. And I remember when I launched their interview... Just, just so listeners know, Lauren Dudley Stevens and her sister Kaki have an awesome company. Yeah, Dudley Mm -hmm. Stevens fleeces. You called me the next day after you listened to it, and you're like, "I'm going through the same thing." Yeah, I know. Well, so and
1: I didn't really speak about going through fertility at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Now I'm an open book because I want to help everybody on the planet. Um, I think it is one of the saddest and loneliest experiences. Mm -hmm. I again, I I said I hit the husband jackpot, but regardless, he's not going through it. The Woman, and you know, who's trying to get pregnant is really the one, yeah, physically, emotionally, mentally going through it. And I was just sad and lonely, and Mm -hmm. like felt like I was on an island a little bit. So, was that like like
0: the summer of 2017? A little bit, like drug out for a little bit. So, um,
1: I would say, yeah, like 16, 17, and I I was like 27, 28, Mm -hmm. workout every day, very healthy. So like what could go wrong? Like, you know, and um, it was one of those things, especially with a type A personality, you can always like work hard towards something and just make it happen. This is not one of those things. Right, right. So it doesn't work like that with fertility and trying to get pregnant. So I think for me, what helped was trying to find other women who had been through it Okay, and, um, Speak to them about their experience every experience is a completely different so I would never say to somebody else like oh I know I totally get it because you don't like every single experience is different I think in any trauma it's different yeah Um, so I really just like wanted somebody to listen to me and Mm -hmm. tell me about their experience and just have somebody to talk to it's like I think listening is probably the best way to put it okay Um, and so I met other women through the experience, just organically, of when I started to tell people, "Oh, I know somebody going through it. Oh, do you mind connecting us?" Right. Um, and that really, really helped me. Oh, god. My husband was amazing. He was yeah. like one of my biggest support systems. Um, but I definitely think it's so difficult and mm. hard. And I believe in modern medicine; it totally yeah. works. I got right. my girl, but it was one of the most challenging experiences of yeah. my life, and I definitely wouldn't wish it upon any woman trying right, to have right. a baby. Um, yeah.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. Of I course. Think I and I, I, I try to
1: be the biggest advocate. I want to help any other woman going through it because, right. again, like I was trying to reach out to anybody who I could yeah. connect with. So um, I'm happy to help
0: anybody yeah, yeah. going through it. So um, so you got pregnant with Annie. Yeah. In like yes. the fall of 2017, I guess that was. Um, yeah. Yep. in May. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. 2018. Okay. Yeah. So then you launched Addison Bay in September 2018. So- did you encounter any naysayers who thought you were a little bit crazy for launching a company when you were just about to have it, when you just had an infant? Uh, Yes,
1: Okay. (laughs) definitely. Um, I think even some of the people that I was really, I am really close with Mm -hmm. definitely doubted my ability to be able to balance having a newborn and starting a company um, in such close proximity. And in all fairness, that is such a reasonable concern. Yeah. Um, But... Um, and, like, you know, there were moments when I, after I left Lily, where I was second guessing my decision because of hearing these naysayers and kind of like mm-hmm. letting them in a little bit. And I would just rely on my incredible support system and, yeah. like, mainly Mark and one of my brothers who really helped me and were so positive in the moment and they helped me get past that self doubt. Um, but at the end of the day, I believe in the company. Yeah, I believe in the business plan. I okay. really think it was very well thought out. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, I believe in myself, and I know that I can get the company off the ground. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of like my north star. Like, put the blinders on, and would just say that over and over again. Yeah. Um. And I, I'm, I hear naysayers all the time. It's right. Like we are One, like that one year right in, that. and I hear it all the time. So, yeah. but certainly in the beginning stages, there were some hard conversations, and. I definitely let it in a little bit. And I, not that I wish I hadn't, because it's good to have those conversations, yeah. um, but you got to move past it and right. bring yourself and keep moving. So, yeah. which I
0: did. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And one other thing I remember you, that you were doing while you are in the startup phase, or before you launched is that you reached out to a lot of other entrepreneurs, which I, which is like, I feel like, you know, common sense 101, but I, you did it with so many people. Totally. I remember when I was connecting you with like Lauren Dudley Stevens. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. September and year. Yeah, I think yeah. that's like one of the first steps you definitely do
1: um, in terms of networking is key. I think right. it's like key in any, any, yeah, whatever you do. But it's like a second but job almost. It is had to meet people. It's like fifty percent of my job. Like yeah, even to this day, networking mm-hmm. and taking meetings, and I pretty much say yes to everything. Yeah. So. And so many of those meetings have opened up three more doors or three right. more meetings. Okay. And I, I go into the meetings. I don't know what I'm going to get out of this. And something amazing comes from it. And yeah. there have been so many tiny examples of that. But right. um, I just am. So I really do try to say yes to everything. Yeah. As much time as I Consuming, can. Consuming, yeah. You know, fit in, fit in everything. Um, but, yeah, I think networking is key. And has yeah, definitely helped, you know, get the word out and help me with my company in the
0: first year. Right. Got it. Um, okay, so you launched in September 2018. Yeah. And it's been one full year. One full so, year. Um, one full year next week. Yeah. Can you tell us, kind of give us a pitch about what exactly Addison Bay is, yeah. who your target audiences, yeah, and definitely. all that good stuff?
1: Okay, so Addison Bay is a multi brand active fashion company. So, okay. we curate the best assortment of fashion forward activewear from all over the globe. Okay. So, we like to say the modern woman. She's constantly on the move, mm-hmm. she's multitasking like all great women do. Um, and she's on the go yeah. and she needs a modern wardrobe to keep up with her active lifestyle. Okay. So that modern wardrobe really entails of both parts functionality. So mm-hmm. she needs to be comfortable, on the move, takes her from place to place throughout yeah. her day. But she wants to look fashion forward and stylish right. and cool. She yeah. wants to look put together. Um, but I think functionality and comfort is just key for everyone mm-hmm. and specifically all women these yeah. days. You know, it's everything from I think personally, I as a founder can speak to this. But this morning, I'm playing with my daughter, running around, feeding her, getting yeah. ready for the workday. Then I'm at work, eight to five, fully at work. I obviously want to look put together, going right. to meetings, yeah. and then I'm back at five o'clock on the dot, da- playing with my daughter on the floor. So functionality yeah. and comfort are key, but I also still want to look put together yeah. and fashion forward. So okay, we marry both principles equally and. Um, we have about 40 plus brands okay. um, in one place, and we are 100% e-commerce right now. Um, so you can find us at addisonbay.com. And I think, again, I kind of spoke to our target audience, but um, we've done a lot of work on kind of figuring out who, who she is, is yeah. so we can find the best ways to market to her. right? Um, and we've you know, kind of created the vision of who the AB girl is, but yeah. she's really, she's com- confident, she's optimistic, she loves her family and friends, um, and familiar places. She has a thoughtful appearance, a great attitude, a friendly demeanor. That kind of makes her like the favorite in every room or yeah. in every environment. Um, she has a dy- dynamic personality. She's always multitasking, mm-hmm. juggling various things. Um, and then again, when it comes to her wardrobe, she is more concerned with how something makes it feel, makes her feel, right. than how she'll be perceived. Yeah. Or um, by others, so something either feels right or it doesn't. She her wardrobe is very effortless, and yeah. that's all. Those are all things that go into how we market, how we buy,
0: right? Um, and our distribution strategies. Yeah, so. awesome. And then three of the things I wrote when I wrote the questions are of how you market the product. Um, you mentioned pop-ups, ambassadors. Yeah. And then video content so yeah. can you walk us through those i think a lot of people are still unfamiliar with even like the ambassadors people don't understand that yeah it works yeah so we
1: have tons of different marketing avenues but pop-ups have been amazing for us mm-hmm. in the first year so we as i mentioned we're 100 e-commerce so okay. pop-ups are percent Great ways for us to meet our consumer in person, face to face, which we don't get in the right. e-commerce world, even yeah. though through customer service a little bit. But this is just such a nice way to have some face time with her. Yeah. Um. And so we hosted over 100 pop ups in the first year of business. Wow. Which is serious hustle.
0: Yeah. And it's no
1: joke. Um, and not just
0: in Philly, you guys. were everywhere, right? All over. Yeah, yeah. We did
1: DC, Boston, Nantucket several times. Okay. Um. Avalon. Margate so a couple different beach towns and then didn't you
0: meet Katie Couric and in, in yes Nantucket? we met Katie
1: Couric yeah. my Idol <laughs> in um, Nantucket she is a UVA grad Very so cool. obviously started off the conversation like yeah. that um, but I spoke to her for over 20 minutes I just That's cannot amazing. say enough good things about her she yeah. was so amazing right. Serious Idol um, Definitely a highlight from the first year um, but yeah, pop ups have been amazing. They yeah. are, you know, number one goal for pop ups is brand awareness. So okay. we get to meet our consumer. Mm-hmm. And then our secondary goal is sales. So yeah. we obviously, you know, try to push product as well. Uh-huh. And some consumers are very tactile, they like to feel. Right. So that's definitely helpful mm-hmm. um, to have that in person. And then I think ambassadors. So that kind of falls in under the influencer marketing category. Okay. So influencer marketing is a whole thing right now. If, bloggers and influencers. On Instagram? Yes. Okay. And um, so ambassadors, we've chosen. So in the first couple months of the business, I really just wanted to be the sole ambassador, the only person marketing the company. I really wanted all of our marketing messages to come from me because I felt most comfortable that way. It was just like we were in the first couple months. Right. And going into our third or fourth month, it was time to kind of extend our bandwidth a little bit. Right. And um, I picked ambassadors based on who fit into our brand position so who was that AB girl that I just described yeah and um, she lives her life very much the way the AB girl lives her life Um, and so I've strategically picked ambassadors that way um, and they get tons of perks and they market us a ton and honestly it's such a mutually beneficial relationship yeah we genuinely love them they genuinely love us it is such a nice nice relationship I can't say Mm. enough good things about our ambassadors right now so very very um, proud of everything they've done and so grateful for everything they've done in the past few months
0: so can you give us an example of someone so people can
1: understand people that aren't familiar with Instagram and how it works totally so So an ambassador so we since we're not just a fitness brand we pick fashion fitness food yeah
0: uh, I would say those are probably our top three um,
1: influencers okay
0: So, so people that might have like 10,000 yeah. to like over 100,000 followers. Right. Okay. Exactly.
1: So um, it could be a soul cycle instructor, okay. it could be a food blogger, it could be a fashion influencer. Yeah. Um, so because even
0: the people I've noticed that have like 3,000 followers, yeah. they can get a, if they're loyal followers. Oh, totally. Like like sometimes so they are like
1: micro influencers. Micro. Okay. Got and it. I actually think. They're so much better for us because right. their their followers truly Real. trust them. Yeah. And they're so loyal. And mm-hmm. so they really listen to their opinion. Yeah. Um, so one of our what well, we were just talking about, one of our ambassadors is Cami from Freckle Foodie, mm-hmm. which is a food blog. I okay. adore her. She's amazing. She was I also a athlete. Yeah. Um, and I want to say she has a little over twenty thousand followers, which is okay. so impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I she totally fits into our brand positioning. She is absolutely Absolutely, the AB girl. Mm -hmm. Um, She juggles a ton. She is in her own startup space um, starting her food blog. And she has done such amazing marketing for us. And it's so organic and real because yeah. this is her life. This right. is the product that she wears. So when she's speaking to her followers, I truly think her followers trust her yeah. and come to the site knowing that Cami loves us. Right. Um, and then I've developed such a nice friendship with her. And so it kind of has or evolved like that. So, yeah. um, But all of our ambassadors just do such amazing things for us. And I can't say enough about our little AB family, we yeah, call yeah. them. Um, so yeah, so that's yeah, been
0: great. I love that. Um, it's crazy how Instagram has been such a good, big marketing Mar- for in, in,
1: It's insane. Instagram, all social media channels are <coughs> okay. pretty good, but Instagram's definitely the leader. Okay. Um, and we get so many referrals, so much, so much traffic, so much brand awareness from yeah. that. So yeah, it's just unbelievable. But it's hard. It's like, it's yeah, really to keep difficult up with to it. keep up with it. Yeah, yeah so. for sure
0: love that um okay and then in what ways is Addison Bay different from like the Lululemons of the world yeah so
1: well I think a lot of these companies use the word athleisure right now so we like to say the coin term athleisure feels a little stale okay so we call Addison Bay more of an active fashion company yeah and that basically marries the principles of fashion forward and functionality together um so she's that on the go girl, she's constantly juggling, she wants to look fashion forward Mm -hmm. and um, be functional. Okay. So that, I feel like that is the key driver to make us a little bit more more different from a Lululemon. If you want a 98 dollar black legging, go to Lululemon. Like I'm not marketing the basics or the black legging. Okay. I'm marketing something a little bit more fashion-forward because most Got of our it. consumers, they already own that black, black legging. Right. Lululemon's done such a wonderful job, mm. obviously, yeah. um, So, but people have been shopping there for years and they're looking for something a little bit more fashion-forward and stylish yeah. and that's when they can come to Addison Bay and we do the hard work so we're really the one-stop shop for these 40 different brands from yeah. all over the globe. that means right. Australian brands, London, LA, New York all curated in one spot so it's really her one-stop shop for these fashion forward brands and it just gives them you know a little bit something more a little something more stylish people wear our stuff out to dinner and you know not just to work out so we really say it's active wear that goes beyond the gym i was just saying
0: tara my sister exactly shirt that she wore like tucked into white
1: jeans yeah exactly so it's definitely multi-purpose um and then it also is fashion forward that doesn't mean less function so you yeah. can work out in it you right, can sit yeah. in the front row of your soul cycle class but you could also just wear it on the go running errands or out to dinner with your girlfriend yeah so.
0: totally and like I was saying I'm going to Ireland I'm trying to figure out pieces to wear totally and I'm about to buy a cute like sweater yeah exactly Bay Exactly. Then you around. could
1: either again like wear to your you know exercise class yeah. or wear on your girls trip to Ireland yeah, as an yeah.
0: amazing layer with jeans yeah. or denim
1: or whatever so. cool. and
0: I almost feel like absolutely is similar to the idea of what Tucker and did yeah, a little bit like Knock Like there's the J Crew, but then they took it, like a step further yep. and they curated all like the best like fashion brands. Yeah, right. I think, I think I've so. a
1: couple people have said that to me. Okay. Yeah, um,
0: and that would be like the I
1: think they're the classic preppy with a twist. Right. Yeah, and we would just be fashion forward activewear. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I totally think the business model is very very similar. Yeah.
0: Um, Fair, cool. Um, okay, so with a lot of the entrepreneurs I've interviewed, they say that they become so passionate and enthusiastic about their idea that during the first year they sometimes have like major breaks or aha moments when they know that they're gonna they're on to something great. So did you have any of those sort of moments during the first year?
1: Well, so this is such a hard question because I feel like we have so much further to go. Yeah. Um, but we've definitely had some little breaks, and um, but that has come from such. Hard work. Yeah. I think there's no aha moment, but I think all those little (laughs) wins pile on top of each other. Okay. And that really builds momentum to get us off the ground. So um, there's no aha moment or key to success, or I think, honestly, everyone would do it.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: But there's just a series of little wins that have helped us get to where we are in our first year of business. Yeah,
0: for sure. And then you guys got the Forbes article. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So that's such...
1: A huge win. Yeah. But it's definitely a little win in the you know, in the and grand scheme, team, um and builds on top. So great press plus great yeah. product plus an awesome pop up plus when right. all those things start to pile right. on top of each other. Okay. And so again, like not an aha moment or yeah. like, wow, that just made the business. Or right. else I really think everyone would do it. Like we right. find that key to success and just go for it. Yeah. Um but there's just tons of things that pile on top of each other, yeah. and it is such a roller coaster of highs and lows. Yeah. Sometimes many more lows than highs. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's startup life for you. But um, I think you know when you pile all those highs together, it really yeah. does build some momentum to keep you moving forward.
0: Yeah. And speaking about the lows, so a lot of my listeners might put my guests on pedestals because yeah. of the success they've had, and they see Addison Bay, and you've done all these pop-ups, you've got Kate Cork, you know all that good stuff. But as you know, as you said, there's a lot of lows um, that I think people forget about. So would you be able to talk about any sort of like adversity or setbacks you encountered during the first year and how you persevered throughout? Yeah, totally. I mean... There
1: are lows every day, yeah. um, and there are highs every day. I, I really just think the entrepreneurial um, journey is such a roller coaster. Yeah. And um, I'm, whenever there's a high, I'm always bracing for when that next yeah. low is going to come soon. Um, but that being said, so in the very beginning, we didn't even have a website live. I was um, begging brands um, for to carry them yeah. to be on our website, and um, they a lot of brands said no, and. Yeah. You know, we were a startup, we had a business plan, I was the founder, I was pitching this story, but I didn't really have anything else to back it. Yeah. And so I probably had about 60 brands say yes, and 40% of the brands say no. And I thought that was pretty good to right. launch. And since then, a lot of those brands, I think 100% of those that 40% have come around and we do carry them. Okay, yeah. um, but it's taken time and energy and mm. that was hard. You yeah. Know, get trying to get them on board and part of the company and that would really help us take take us to the next level and yeah. um service some legitimacy for our consumer. Right. So those were important conversations and, you know, getting nos I get nos every day. So yeah. um that was a little bit of a low in the very beginning I, I honestly I feel like it's just such a roller coaster every day and yeah. I'm sure I can come up with tons yeah um, but you just navigate it and you put the blinders on and like look at the North Star like I said and like yeah. I believe in myself I believe in the business plan and the vision for the company and just keep moving forward. Yeah. so
0: and that kind of takes us into the word grit which I talk about a lot, so Angela Duckworth's book. So Angela's from Philadelphia, teaches at Penn, and she wrote um, Grit, the Power of Passion and Perseverance. I feel like grit, the word's kind of come up a lot in the past like few years since she wrote that book. So I'd love to hear what the word grit means to you and how you practice it with the highs and the lows.
1: Yes, grit is one of my favorite words. Um, One of my friends actually just asked me recently what your favorite characteristic about yourself was, which I thought was a very interesting question. Yeah. Because whoever thinks of that. And I did some soul searching okay. and I decided that my favorite word about myself was having grit. Um, and I really just think startup life was not creative for the weary mm. and you must have a sense of grit. If you've decided to take that entrepreneurial path, I've experienced again, the highest highs and the lowest lows in the first year of business. And, okay. um, grit has gotten me some of those through some of those challenging moments. I, you know, I don't have a crystal ball. I, I can't say whether we're going to make it or not, but I know that I'm holding on to this goal and it's going to work because there is no other option. And that is just kind of where grit comes into play yeah. on a daily basis.
0: I love that. That's perfect. Um, and then one question I have for you too. So it's been one year. So are there any important lessons that you've learned over the course of the past 12 months?
1: Um, yes. I love this one. I think the biggest lesson, and I probably say this to my team like a hundred times a day, yeah. but um, we, we always say either do it the right way or don't do it at all. Okay. So meaning take the proper time and effort to get something done the right way or don't okay. even bother doing it. Yeah. And we don't have to ask things even in the smallest tasks mm-hmm. at AB. So I really preach that as one of our biggest core values every single day. in the okay. office.
0: I love that. And then, any advice you would give to someone that's listening that might be thinking about starting their own company That now that you're a year in? Yeah. I mean, I think,
1: you know, once the business plan is well thought out and all the logistics are sorted, just three words, go for it. Mm-hmm. Like, dive in head first. I believe there is really no other way to get your business off the ground unless you go all in. Right, yeah. Um, so just go for it.
0: Yeah. And then um, are you guys planning to open a brick and mortar store anytime soon? Yes, okay. I
1: definitely see us opening a brick and mortar store, uh, ideally in Philadelphia, but yeah. we will see. Um, I w- have loved, through all of our pop-ups, having face time with our consumers, and based on our success with all of our events and pop-ups, mm. I just think it will be so important for us to eventually be a multi-channel retail business. Yeah. So um, I really look forward to when that time comes that. That's Nice.
0: Um, okay. So do we have time for rapid fire questions a little bit? Yeah. Yes. So, um, when you think of the word success, who do you think of? And it can be more than one person. Okay.
1: So I think for somebody that I've never met, probably mm-hmm. Sarah Blakely, oh, she's yeah. amazing. Okay. And yeah. who is she? So the, she's the, the, the founder. Research. of Thanks. Okay. Um, I've listened to every podcast that she's ever been on. We need yeah. to get her on this. Um, and every quote that she's ever said, she's super real. She has, um, uh, husband and kids, and she definitely balances her work life uh, very, very well, it seems so. I don't know her personally, um, like I said, but I just think that she is such an amazing role model, and she always says she went from selling fax machines to starting a billion dollar company. Obviously, there's tons of steps in the middle there, but um, she's done it with just such grace, and she gives back a ton, which is amazing. Um, So she is just gold.
0: Yeah, love that. And then, so... Wait, are you about to turn 31? Your birthday yes, next week? 31 next week. Okay. <laughs> September 6th? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's good all right. job. Thanks. <laughs> um, um, yeah, the big three one next week. So three one. So what advice would you give to your 25-year-old son?
1: Uh, yeah, I would say stop being so hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. I was actually mean to myself at 25, and it becomes just so much more understanding to myself in the past five, six years. Yeah. Um, and that goes from everything from what I eat to how often I work out, right. and my actual workouts. Oh, that wasn't hard enough. Like, okay. every little thing, I'm so hard on myself, and now I, maybe I'm just too busy now, yeah. but I am so much nicer to myself now, and just, a, or maybe just a lot more understanding
0: yeah. to myself now. So. Yeah. Speaking of that, do you have any like daily routines? That help you? Yeah, I mean, exercise
1: is probably six days a week. Okay. It's just like a mental thing for me. I have not gotten into the meditation. I know I have to. I'm trying. To it's hard. hard.
0: It's really hard.
1: Um, but exercise is meditation yeah. for me. Um, I do a lot of at home exercises. I have the Peloton. You do yes, I, you I, I kind of have to with having yeah. a kid that has totally changed my life. Yeah. Um, and I love going on a run with my husband and daughter Mm -hmm. that is just such good weekend family time yeah um and just spending time with my daughter at night so like I said I get home typically at five o'clock on the dot um, when my nanny has to leave and I am with my girl spending as much quality time as I can with her at night so that's just like the best daily routine I possibly could have it's just the greatest
0: yeah awesome and then if you could have one phrase on a billboard what would it be we always
1: use this in marketing campaigns at Addison Bay, but um, it would be get involved, which really is, can go in so many different capacities in life. Yeah. But if we're pushing our product, if you're pushing right. an idea, if you're pushing a charity, get involved. involved and it's yeah. just kind of like a fun but serious way to say, um, get moving, go do it. Yeah,
0: love it. Um, so any last parting words of advice for the listeners? And, and of course, where can everyone find you? We're going to find the Addison Bay product.
1: Yes. Um, well, I guess my departing words are that we're about to hit our first birthday at Addison mm-hmm. Bay. And I don't say this a lot or really ever, okay. but I am just so proud of what my team and I have created so far. And I just can't wait to see where we take the company. I have such big vision for the company. Um, and then you can find us at AddisonBay.com okay. and on Instagram at Addison Bay. Um, Facebook too. Facebook. Okay. Twitter. Pinterest. Yes. All of the above, um, yeah. and hopefully opening a brick and mortar store very soon.
0: Yeah. And maybe we'll have you back five years. There we go. It's your year anniversary. Yeah. Perfect. perfect. Keep checking in. Perfect. There yeah. Go. High five. Awesome. That was good. Thanks, Steph. Is, That was fun. Hi, everybody. Thank you so very much for taking the time to listen to High Five Success Stories. To learn more about the podcast, feel free to follow me on Instagram. My handle is at high five success or on Facebook. You can like high five success stories with Steph Hayden. Or I'm also on Twitter. My handle is at high five Hayden. And lastly, you can subscribe to the newsletter on my website, www.stephayden.com. And if you get a second, I would really appreciate it if you could rate the podcast on iTunes. Thanks so much.